0: Lieutenant Joe Pangaro. I've been a cop for 27 years. I like to say I got a backstage pass to life. Well, guess what? I got some tickets for you. So come on in, pull up a chair, turn up that volume, and let's go. Chasing Justice is on. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Chasing Justice. I'm your host, Lieutenant Joe, and today they're back again. Only today we have the full team. We got the band back together, as they say. We have Bill the man of faith Dallas here. We have rock and roll race car Jack Patterson and we have Jim the Contrarian along with your host, the lovable and friendly Lieutenant Joe. So first of all, Bill, welcome back to the neighborhood.
1: Thank you, Joe, it's great to be here. It really is, I
0: missed you guys terribly. Me too, and uh, rock and roll. Missed the whole crew, glad we're all back together. This is a, t- this is a team going here, and James, how are you? We gotta keep this going, Joe. We will. This is very, very good because you know I told you fellas that they gave us some, uh, some input and the show is growing and growing and growing. And the podcast, the downloads, which if anybody out there likes any of these shows, you can go to the podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Everything on America Out Loud is on podcast networks, about 12 of them. Uh, you can go download all the shows. You can listen to everything. And all you who like to sit in your basement, your underwear, take notes about Lieutenant Joe, you can go hear all the things we said for the last five years. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Well, Gentlemen, as we look at the world around us, the guys in the neighborhood, this is the whole idea of, of, you know, we're all regular people. We're we're from different areas, different kinds of jobs, different things, and we all have these, I guess, a little bit of different points of view. Some things we agree on, some things we don't. We recently had a very, very strange situation, and this is what I want to talk about. The balloon, the Chinese spy balloon. Uh, that flew in from uh, from Canada, came across the United States, wafted all the way across the United States of America over very, very important military bases, nuclear facilities, and w- went across the entire United States. Now, the question here is, was it discovered late on purpose or by accident? Bill, you had a thought on that. Uh,
1: it was first noticed by our by our wonderful uh, what do we call them? Uh, government that is so challenged. Uh, That's a early nice way January, to it. early January. And how did it, how did they wait so long to possibly uh, let other people know? The important
0: people, the important people, us. Well, how about the governors of some of these states where it was lingering, they didn't even tell them. How, yeah. the question is, why
2: didn't we just shoot it down before it even got here? Remember, the Chinese are buying up farmland. We yeah. all think in terms of military. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a big surveying balloon so they could buy more farmland with their friends in the US, like Bill Gates, um, because they want to control the food supply in the, uh, in the world. Um, but nobody has any idea. Of what the, why that balloon was there.
3: And the whole thing seems hulky to me. Jack? Uh, it, the whole thing sounds ridiculous to me. The only thing that could be more ridiculous is <laughs> if they recover the one balloon or the other and find out that it's a Hunter Biden signature edition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's designing balloons. Hey, now.
3: you know, with all this crazy stuff going on in this country, I don't even think I'd laugh.
0: Now, for, for people out there in the rest of the country, we, we had a governor, uh, Governor Christie here, who uh, made everyone get off the beaches. And then, of course, him and his family were on the beach and they, they have used a picture of him as a balloon sitting in a chair. I mean, Now, of course, with this, the memes you got to see, uh, just do Governor Christie memes and balloons and you'll see him attached to the Chinese balloon. He's the, ba- he's the thing underneath the balloon. Uh, it's really hysterical. Uh, the question, though, that I have here, Jimmy, you bring up a good point. They're buying up land, so why, why would the Chinese government want to buy up land? Now we are the breadbasket of the world, and you could probably grow a lot of food here. They can't really think they can come here and, what, grow the food and export it out of the country, and we, we would say, wait a minute, we need that food? What if they're buying it in the heartland where our American where our, our nuclear facilities are? And who's to say they could not build something that could knock our missiles out of the sky if we had to launch them? Because they're, they're close. They're a state away.
3: If they own the land, who's to say what they could do with it? Are, are we the arbiters of what they're going to be able to do with this property? Uh, is that going to be considered racist? Is that going to be considered something that uh, we shouldn't be able to do? We shouldn't be interfering with other countries, even though they're in our country, doing something that could be detrimental to our government and or our food supply?
0: Right. And and this is this is what I started thinking just as you brought that up. Now, first of all, to build uh, to build rockets or missiles that could knock down like a patriot system, do we think. With the supply chain problems we have, with people coming over the border, with all the problems of, of no security here, and apparently the Biden administration's refusal to do anything about China, that they couldn't just ship in the equipment from China and call it refrigerators and they wouldn't be inspected and they could bring these parts in piecemeal and build mm-hmm. missiles and be able to. I don't know. What do you think? Why not build? Why not just
2: buy a farm right next to all those ICBM missiles we have out there in Wyoming, call it a farm. Bring in a a whole bunch of what they call migrants, but they're actually military. And as soon as that there's a war footing, all they have to do is send their little military from that little farm and come after our
1: missiles. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them.
2: Right. I really wouldn't put it past
1: them. Why not? I mean, uh, they've got police stations in New York. And now, this I
0: need to know about. I heard about this today, and I hadn't heard about this before. How do the Chinese have police stations in New York?
1: That's just, they originally um, said that they were doing it to um, organize and help their people that have immigrated from. So Chinese China.
0: immigrants, they're going to help them. Right, they're going to help them and keep but them safe.
1: That's not the reason. Uh, it can't be because uh, several times now they've closed down the police stations our our people have closed them down once they found out about them most
2: of the asian american immigrants are the biggest defenders of liberty and what i've seen on the internet recently is everyone who's against our current administration and where this country is going meaning socialism communism it's all our new asian immigrant friends who are like what are you doing Eastern Europeans, same thing, you know, and it seems like us Americans or the third, fourth generation Americans, especially our
1: kids,
0: they're the ones who are clueless. Well, they're absolutely clueless. I don't think they understand. You know, it's just because you hate, Jim. This is what these young people say. It's because you hate, because you don't like people that you think there's a problem with what they're going to do. They're not going to do nothing bad.
3: Uh, I'm very good friends with a man who comes from a socialist nation. And is surrounded by socialist nations in South America. And uh, one of these days, if you people want to write in and let us know what you think, we could have this man on the show. And he'll let you know exactly what it's like to live in a socialist economy, in a socialist world. One that he's currently having a very hard time getting his own flesh and blood daughter out of. Well,
0: well i got to tell you right now, uh, as the ringleader of this little neighborhood group, I vote yes. need uh, Get him in here. Let's, what, let's talk what, to him. What country?
3: Uh, well as well no he was in a socialist nation and now the socialist nation that he made his home Colombia has now gone socialist uh, they weren't socialist up until a year or two ago and now they voted in a socialist leader and he's just terrified for his possibilities of someday returning to that country where all of his family is but he loves it here he loves America and he'd love to tell you how much
0: well, I think, it's, I think it'd be great to have him on. You make that arrangement, Jack, and get him in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think everybody in Chasing Justice Land can hear it. Now, as we were talking about, you know, this discussion on the balloon, because that seems to be on everybody's mind right now. One of the things, Jim, you brought up, you said it, it just seems kind of hokey that they're using a balloon. Don't they have satellites that are like high-tech satellites? Could look right down and see your license plate. Could look in a window of our studio here and tell us uh, what you're eating for lunch. What's it, why, why a balloon?
3: Because they need something that's close to the ground so they can get good, clear photographs of exactly where Joe Biden's Corvette is at the current time.
0: (laughs) So they want those documents as well. Absolutely. And they can look in the back seat for all those classified documents that get all the secrets. They got secrets in the documents. Now, I'm going to deviate because we have more on the balloon. But... When we talk about those documents, this University of Delaware has like 1,200 boxes, and they have now said, we're not letting anybody look at those boxes. You will not inspect those boxes of Biden documents. And who paid for the Biden Center at the university? The Chinese. Why would they donate millions? Put this in? Now we can't look at those papers. What, it, what could possibly be in those papers? More properly put, who paid for Biden? Who paid for Biden? Well,
2: don't forget, it was Hunter. They went over to China, and on Biden's vice presidential plane, they were they met with some very influential figures in the Chinese Communist Party government. Hmm. Some deal was made, and you want to know something? They raid Trump's Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I, I mean, there's something more. This, this is something this that I
0: spoke about on a previous episode, because to me, as a, as a criminal investigator, there is so much uh, per se evidence that there was corruption going on with the whole Biden family, especially the president and formerly vice president and his son and all these government, there is so much, there's so much smoke and where there's smoke, there is fire. fire. You have to go look though. Why, why is there not one? Do we have any idea about anything that the Chinese do has depend any investigations on anything, nothing. And why would that be?
2: Because our government doesn't investigate. It's all smoke and mirrors and jokes. I mean, you can't have the FBI and the CIA do the investigation because they're led by some people that are very... Uh, incompetent. Incompetent. And corrupt. Nice word. Nice word. And corrupt. Um, but then you also have the Republicans are now in, and there are certain good ones. Um, uh, but I know what's going to happen. It happens every time. They investigate, they investigate, it gets news coverage a little bit because the media is always, and then all of a sudden it goes away. Like so let, me, else.
1: let me ask right. you a question, quick question. Why does it take so long to get anything done properly, the right way? We, I mean, we, we, we've all been brought up in in, in a time where Doing the right thing was what was expected of us. Now, when they get busted for uh, corruption and whatnot, they're going to go ahead and, and prosecute and prosecute and litigate and, and do this and do that. And it takes years. Why?
3: But justice is rapid if it's against who they consider to be an enemy of their state, which would be a conservative Republican. Correct. Then the investigations are mm-hmm. rapid. They're they're almost to the point of violence.
0: Yes, they show up at your house with 30 armed agents. Agents at two in the morning,
3: and they stop by Mr. Biden's house and go, "Excuse me, uh, mind if we look around? Would it be all right?" And we'll come
0: back next Thursday.
3: And go and and go and what Jimmy was discussing before about China, about the about the, uh, the the Biden connection. You don't just walk over to China, shake hands, and and tourist around and do nice things. You have to give up government secrets. You have to do business with them to get a signature edition balloon.
0: Absolutely. There's no question about it. As a matter of fact, what a lot of people don't understand when an American company goes to China because they want something manufactured. It's obviously cheap later. They have they have talented people, you know, uh, that can make the products for you and they make them much cheaper than here in America. You have to give your patents to the Chinese government. You have to share your corporate information with them or you don't get to go there. They get to know your inside secrets. They get they they basically say, Hey, you want, you're going to make billions of dollars on this, but so are we, and we're going to know all about your products. And then they, they steal ideas constantly They're stealing intellectual property constantly. And we never, we never really talk about that. When we talk about this balloon, though, uh, the, I, the word of incompetence came up here. They didn't find this thing, or maybe they did, and they were just going to let it, what, go by? Maybe nobody would notice? Or are they that incompetent? Jim, what do you think? Well,
2: that's a possibility. Um, but it's such a remote possibility. We have satellites all over the place. We have ships out in the Pacific. We have radar systems that that beyond anybody's conception. But the problem is, I don't think our government, we're a bunch of Keystone Cops. Even our military, they're just tripping over each other in bureaucracy because you know something, you got to give that diversity training, which is very important. Meanwhile...
1: I don't think they're really doing their jobs anymore. I really don't. Past history proves that people in this country are expected to be naive and don't believe anything up to a point. And it's been that way with this balloon. Uh, it, it, you, don't, you can't even conceive of something like this happening in a couple of years ago you can't even conceive of, of a president in the white house doing the things that he's doing or not doing right it's impossible to even think about that so when when other countries look at us they say oh they'll believe anything but you know biden will just tell them it it's up there for a publicity stunt or anything right. and That's what they think. That's why they they think that they could get away with things like
0: that. Well, this is Bill. I'm I'm going to jump on the back of what you're talking about there. You know, there was a time in this country when you trusted our institutions that, Mm -hmm. as I've said a million times, we all might have had different ideas about how to get to a place, but we all wanted to go to the same place. We're all rowing in the same direction. We're not rowing in the same direction anymore. We are going in opposite rivers of what what people want to do in this country and what they think it should be
3: but in keeping with what you're saying joe is is we used to have a discourse we used to be able to speak to one another we used to be able to sit down and to the democrats to the republicans the independents and yes even the socialists and hash out what was good what was bad and what was indifferent and the only place you can find that anymore is well let's take a look at this show right here we can discuss varying viewpoints we can discuss Opposing viewpoints and discuss them in a way that brings about a conclusion that we all can live with
0: Right now. Let's let's take a look then if we, we're not going to say they're incompetent that they they had you, Jim You're right. I can't imagine that anything could fly over the, the entire continental United States and our government would not know that it's there So I, I would take out the incompetent part. Why did they let it go? So you would have to say what is the Chinese purpose? What is their What are they looking for? with this balloon, and apparently this wasn't the only one. There was one in South America, and now we're hearing reports there was one off of Hawaii that crashed uh, earlier, that it, it either it exlo- exploded or it had some when kind of malfunction.
2: was that? that during the Trump administration? Because the news media has a vested interest in making sure that Trump, who came out and said, shoot the thing down, days ago, that Trump was guilty of the same... Um, uh, mistake that Biden
0: right. made. So what we're hearing there is that there were four balloons uh, during exactly. the Trump era that he did nothing about, flew right across the country. He did nothing about it. And so far, you've had the head of the intelligence community under under the Trump administration. You've had Pompeo. You've had uh, everybody in, uh, that's that's been involved. Now, you got to say, can you trust them? Would they just be lying? And I heard the best analysis of all. If Trump had allowed a Chinese spy balloon, four of them, to fly over the country, the media, somebody looking up would have said, gee, what's that big old thing flying <laughs> by? And then they would have been all over it that Trump allowed this to happen, and everybody in that administration says, absolutely not, did not happen. And you can't trust the media, you can't, you, that's the problem, did we don't you have that trust. think the
2: Chinese would have even attempted to put a balloon over this con- a country, if Trump was in office. Absolutely not. Right.
0: Very, very interesting. So Jack, what do you what kind of intelligence are they gonna get by flying over a base? You said that they're they're closer to the ground. What are they
3: you know, honestly I I can't tell you exactly what it is that they're looking for. I mean we we've discussed a number of different theories that we have here. And uh, you know, it could be undisclosed missile silos that maybe they think we, we haven't disclosed to them how many missile silos we have, regardless of the uh fact that we don't have as many nuclear tipped missiles as we used to because of all the packs that we had made with russia and what have you uh perhaps they're looking for missile silos <clears throat> excuse me perhaps they're looking at military bases perhaps they're looking at the armament available on the military basis and or advanced aircraft we can't forget that you know there's a lot of things you know people complain about area 51. me personally I hope there's an Area 51. I pray for an Area 51. Please have these aircraft that people say that we have, because if anything should happen with any of these foreign nations, I I, I want us to have invisible aircraft. I want us to have... I want us to have the the aliens. Well, uh, here we go with the tin hat again. But, (laughs) uh, (laughs) you know, maybe this is what they're looking for. Maybe they're looking for a lot of different things maybe they're looking to glean anything that they can from these balloons
0: yep see so I, i'm i like that jack because that's what i'm thinking what intelligence could they possibly get now maybe they're looking at uh territorial concerns how many how much manpower and and woman power do we have in the military what are the inroads and out where could they strike at roads that we couldn't get our our troops out how, how could they hit the air bases so that it couldn't fly Cause what's our
3: mobility Yes. For our military and our citizens look like in the Midwest, in the northern cities. We we know what it's like in the eastern cities. They're there. They know. They understand. They understand the western cities. They understand California, Seattle, possibly things like that as to where we could get our people in and out from. Where's the protection? What level of movement could we get out of our military for our road systems?
0: Right. You know, that's what I'm thinking. What's our logistics be. if we had to do How do they shut our logistics down so we can't respond?
3: I, I think,
1: Jimmy, hit um, a good point. Talking about food supply, a good reason for them to be flying over our country is to pick out those ideal areas where they could put up new food processing plants and, and things like that. We've had a terrible time this past year with um our our food chain um with uh short supplies of, of specific foods i just saw uh, almost five bucks for a, a dozen eggs we used to be like a dollar eighty nine not well, too long ago
3: we're having a trouble producing the food because of the weather problems that that we've been having we're having a problem when those when those foods are harvested finding a truck driver to get them
1: yeah to right. the
3: centers where they can be processed and or delivered to the stores i i think we could find the truck drivers and you
2: you're probably right it's an issue i really think is that our food supply is being taken over by some globalists some, um and i'm talking about like people like bill gates um i even heard walmart is buying up food supply now i mean the prime farmland what I heard, and I only read this, it's on the internet, so you don't know if it's true, but they're looking for the farmland that has water underneath it that cannot be controlled by the, um, by the government. Mm-hmm. So this way, there's a private enterprise that controls that water. The government controls all the surface water.
3: Um, it seemed
2: very helpfully, and it sounds almost like it's a globalist
3: plot, i I won't i won't deny what jimmy's saying i kind of go along with it myself and i and i also would like to interject this i hope bill gates who is actually buying up farmland is doing it for benevolent reasons really oh
0: well let's let's ask the same question of him what would his purpose be to buy up that farmland why would he want so much farmland i could see if the guy was a farmer and he said, you know what? I'm going to grow corn because that's what I'm going to do. Now. I'm gonna, and I'm going to feed the world we, because I'm a benevolent guy. Well, a we, we don't tax write-off.
3: We don't know him. <laughs> we don't know him. But uh, if you had come into billions of dollars, Joe, and you were buying farmland, I would know in my heart that it was for the good of the American public because you and or someone like Jimmy foresees what's coming mm. and wants to provide farmland so that there's food for Americans instead of the whole entire breadbasket of the country being owned by a foreign agency.
0: Well, I think before we change our topic, let me throw one more thought out there. Sometimes the, when something is the, the, it's right in front of us, we don't always see it. So what's that Occam's razor? When all things are compared, usually it's the simplest thing is the truth, right? They just flew this gigantic balloon from way out, I guess, somewhere into northern China. And it, it followed the jet stream. Is it possible that they were tracking where would the jet stream flow? If we let something go at 80,000 feet, where would it actually flow and where it flow across the United States? You don't
2: think they could maneuver that balloon? Just like we can maneuver an asteroid when it's way out in space. All you need to do is have a
0: little retro rocket
1: they've or been, something where it can m- puts it off. Maneuvering it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, but, what you do with a yeah. balloon, what I didn't realize, because I always wondered, how the hell do you fly a balloon? You know, it goes up and then, you, well, how do you come back? There's, at, at 5,000 feet, the winds are going east to west. At 7,000 feet, they're going west to east. And 9,000, so you, you do, Good if you, you want to go back, you go up 2,000, and now you start going the other way. You want to come down, you could. so there is ways to manipulate it. But they say that our, our country um, isolated it, isolated its signals or whatever it was doing, which is why it probably just continued to then drift. if they, they couldn't control it anymore because we were blocking the signal, whatever you we were really doing. Do really think? i don't know
2: do you think we have even if we had the capability the keystone cops would be jumping all over themselves trying to press buttons that probably don't work because
0: they came from china (laughs) well um so just let me say to all the patriot uh loving Uh, Chinese people who are American citizens. We love you. This is not an attack on you as the media would probably turn it around. This is on the government. The communist government of China is doing something against the people of America, which includes Chinese Americans, right? They're they're trying to do something that's going to hurt everybody, whatever it is. They're in for the long haul. We look at things. What can we do in the next six months? They look at what do we do for the next hundred years? Where are we going to be in a hundred years? They said by 2050, their goal is to displace America as the number one economy in the world. 2050, that's still a ways away. But they're planning on that now. What are we planning on? We can't even plan on to bring interest rates down to dollars.
1: Pl- right? they've, they've already started working on the, on the dollar. Replacing the dollar. Yeah. Digi- digital money. Nah, d- yeah. no, actually
2: for oil. It, really, oil. it all comes down to oil. And already India has made a deal with Russia... In order to pay for the oil with with the the Chinese or maybe the petrol, current but not the US dollar right which scares all of us because we're getting older we have 401k plans and you know you have money in the bank and then all of a sudden you get ready to retire and all of a sudden just like what happened in Germany in the 1920s that money is
0: now worthless it's yeah. going to be yeah. like confederate minds. Yeah, what exactly. <laughs> and, you see, exactly. Jim, and here's the point, is that most people, even I think a lot of people that are listening are going, that would never happen here. You know why? Because it never has happened here. But the fact is, it has happened in other places in other times in history. We just think because we got digital everything and TV everywhere and phones, that, oh, this can never happen to us. It, it's unbelievable how easy it could happen. We lived in the time where apart. America was great.
2: still is great, but it's... We've all got a
1: new pacifier. Just stick it in their mouth, and we're happy. A new game, a new car. We
2: were the only game in the world for 200 years, and we're
0: losing it quickly. With our current administration, our current Congress, it is scary. Which this is exactly, we'll come back to my point, because as the host, i like it all to come back to my point, um, in that in days gone by, we all wanted the best for our country. We just saw different ways to get there. Today, we do not see it that way. People, half, half the country wants to go socialist. Do you realize that's the end of everything that we, we think we, even things we don't like about America. It's gone. The minute we go socialist, they can vote in, we're gonna have a socialist government, What do you think the first thing they would do? Let's have a a constitutional, congressional get-together and let's change this whole free speech, this whole Second Amendment, let's change all. And you know what? You can vote yourself into socialism. You gotta shoot yourself out. We keep saying it here. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in a minute with more Chasing Justice.
2: These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune SuperBoost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune SuperBoost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack, Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life the average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next
0: All right, everybody, welcome back to Chasing Justice. I'm your host, Lieutenant Joe, and I'm here with the guys in the neighborhood, Jim Giordano, Jack Patterson, and Bill Dallas. Now, one of the things that I've been talking to you about, my beloved audience, for a long time, is that I started taking the um, Immune Super Boost from Healthy Cell, and I found that it has really kept me from getting sinus infections that I get all the time. I haven't had them in a year. I get them, you're gone very quickly. So when I was talking to the fellas here, we were having a great conversation about the balloons. And then each one of them wrote things down and forgot what to talk about. So I said, uh, Healthy Cell also has Focus and Recall. Right now, I haven't taken it yet, but I wanted to. I bought some uh, and I have it here. So I'm letting the fellas try it. And I have my Immune Super Boost. So I'm going to take mine right now on the air because it's very healthy. Let me see. Mm. It's delicious. It's blackberry. And I'm telling you. Even Jim Jim what did you say when I said I used to get sinus infections all the time?
2: You oh. said, "Yeah, you
0: haven't had it." No, I mean
2: I need something like this and and I'm not trying to be a commercial, but I really do need something and I tasted it, it was great. My memory, I'm 63 years old and my my in-laws have, have dementia and I tell you, I see myself just losing my focus. I can't even remember names. Jack and I were talking I can't remember names. You were talking to Bill.
0: Oh, I was talking to Bill. <laughs> so the reason that I'm mentioning this, I want you guys to try it. I bought it for me, but I want you guys to try it and let me know what it thinks. Now, I know Bill's going to give it a try. What? And I, well, first of all, we know Bill is from the 60s because I handed him the pack, and the first thing he did was that he tried to smoke it. So I know he's <laughs> from the 60s. You don't smoke it. You, you just you drink it. That You can mix it. People mix it. They put it on their ice cream. They mix it in water. They mix it in a cocktail, I guess you could. I drink mine straight. I just I just drink it right out of the tube. But I want you guys to try it. And, you know, we'll give it a month. And at the end of the month, you come back and you report how it works for you. But the immune boost works really great. The the problem sleeping stuff, I wish I could remember the name, but it's from Healthy Cells. If you have a problem sleeping, uh, I need focus. Give me a focus factor. I forgot the name. <laughs> of it. My cousin Stephen was telling me, he he's, he he's a young guy. He's in his mid-30s. He says, I have such a hard time sleeping. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. So I, I had a box of that. I bought a box of that and I gave it to him. And he says, like, after four days, he goes, Joey, I, I slept for six hours last night. First time in, I can't believe it. So he keeps buying it now because he, he it's really helping him. So I'm mentioning it to you because, uh, you know, it's on the network. Lieutenant Joe don't get nothing for this. But I like it. The immune boost has kept me healthy. And I hope the focus and recall helps you guys. And if you need something for sleep, look at Healthy Cell. They're all over the network. Uh, I think it's really a good thing. So I'm going to put my Healthy Cell back down here because I've had mine out for today. <clears throat> I feel better. All right. So let's, let's lighten things up a little bit. There's some other things in the news besides politics, Chinese balloons, corrupt presidents. Um, uh, al- although I do want you to know that Hunter Biden really, he, he did inspire me. In one way um, I have I have grandchildren now and they have all of these painting kits and, and all this kind of stuff so what I did is um, I drank four cocktails I poured paint on the paper I rolled my face on it, squiggled it all around I think it's like six hundred thousand dollars I think I could get you know be, be like Hunter and, and, and sell my, my art because it's got to be as good as his don't see they feed off on themselves I
2: mean it's all about if you're in that tent They all send money. They all give the money. By the way, it's all our money that they steal from us. And I'm talking about the American people, the middle class. And all we want to do is raise families, live a good life, you know, retire comfortably if we can. They keep stealing it. And what they do is they just give it to themselves. It's a big... uh, they're like, oh, I need... I need give another focus this, back. What a
0: what, pyramid scheme. This is it's what you
1: call scheme. lightening it up. <laughs> yes. Thank
0: you, Jim. Thank you for... All of America is going drive time home right now, and they're going, I'm going to pull over now. Okay. All right, so here's, I want to talk about something. Look up in the sky. Now, if you look up in the sky, you see... You might see clouds. If it's crystal clear on a beautiful night, you look out there, no matter where you are, if you can see see some stars, and you'll see some... And you say, hey, wait a minute. What is that that's moving there? Is that an airplane? What could they, Is it a Chinese balloon? No. What could it be? And you might see something. You don't know exactly what it is. And that brings us to Jim's favorite topic is UFOs, unidentified flying objects, or what they're calling them now, unidentified aerial phenomena. UAP. UAP. Yeah. The reality is, and this is a, a strange subject because I was, as, as a person who tries to understand uh outer space and the universe and all that, you realize how far away things really are. Like if you got on our fastest spaceship today going 25,000 miles an hour, think about that, and you aimed for the closest star to us, it would take you 4,000 years to get there. Then that's the closest star to go across the the Milky Way at the speed of light to go across our galaxy. takes 100,000 years at the speed of light. We can't even comprehend the size of these things. And to think that, you know, people are flying here and they're finding Clem and his his brother-in-law Bobby and they're probing them and saying, all right, don't you tell nobody, and they fly him back to wherever. I had a hard time with that. But as time went by, I started to understand that there is possibilities of bending space, that gravity is such a unique thing that there might be ways to manipulate gravity. There could be ways to use energy to create wormholes or do these things. Einstein said time travel is possible because of the physics of the universe. So when it comes to uh, you know UFOs, my opinion has actually changed, especially when we now see the government releasing f- video f- shot by Navy pilots of these vehicles that are traveling in ways that no aircraft can. Now we said, we hope we have those uh, on, uh, in Groom Lake. But the reality is these, these uh, pilots are watching these things. They're going underwater. They're coming up. They're going sideways. They're disappearing at thousands of miles an hour. And they're saying these are vehicles. This is not a piece of dust on the screen. This is a real vehicle that's flying around there. So who is the vehicle? Jim, you're the leader on this thought. Well, who are these people? The leaders, leader I will tell you, just to prove
2: your point, we've already proven that we can get around our current knowledge of physics. We can't get it, but they've proven that there's something out there, what is called polarity. They shoot a molecule one way, oh, I'm sorry, an atom or an elementary particle, and they could be a gillion miles apart. If you change the polarity on on the one molecule that, that, that's been split, or the one um, <clears throat> element, the other one changes automatically. Now those two things have to talk to each other. They right. can only talk to each other at the speed of light. But how does that happen automatically? So therefore, it's proven that there is a way around our current concept of physics. Right. We just don't know. I and you and don't I think like other that. civilizations more advanced than us can get around our current concept of physics? We're already getting there very soon. We're going to be able to breach the speed of light.
0: Now, how do you think we're going to be able to do that? That seems to be uh, a well, fundamental. You know, some,
2: there's a lot of people thing. who have come up with the same thing you just mentioned. And it's funny. A lot of it is based on the whole Star Trek thing mm-hmm. warp speed. And what that is, they, they take time and space behind the vehicle and they make it more dense. And I'm. Um, um, Really simplifying this, and in front they make it a, a lighter, just like a air. And but you have to take ourselves, you have to take that structure and take it out of the three D universe. Mm-hmm. How that's done, uh, nobody right. knows. See,
0: What you're talking about is theoretical changes, and this is what I now mm-hmm. believe is possible. I believe that the, there is theoretical changes that can happen just because we don't know how to do it. They used to say the Earth was flat. Until science revealed that it wasn't flat, we used to say it was impossible to do. There was no such thing as UFO, and now they're showing us pictures of UFOs. So, and I know I, I hate to bring this up again, but as someone who was a skeptic, and I know Jim's very much into this, and he has a lot of information, and, and you know, we won't get into the to the, uh, the reptilians. reptilians and the and the grays and all that stuff. That's a whole nother area, but. We were out one time, my family was out in February, and it's uh, February on a cold night, and we went out of this restaurant, we were down by the ocean, and I looked up and I saw three lights in the sky, and they, they looked like the shape of a triangle. It was gigantic and black, and it was three lights, one at each corner of the triangle, and it was coming directly towards me. And I stood there thinking it was helicopters. You know, you've seen helicopters fly in a pattern. But what I know about aircraft, and I've watched helicopters fly before, is that they move. They move on the wind patterns, and they'll juggle a little bit, and it'll drift right and left, even if they're flying in a pattern. Watch the, uh, the Blue Angels. They fly together when you see it right in their cockpit. You know, they're moving all over the place. These things were not moving at all. They were perfectly still coming directly at me from the ocean towards the shore. Now, I was probably a quarter of a mile from the ocean. And i saw this and my son jack was there and i looked up i said jack look at that what do you see that and he goes what is it i said I don't know. what do you think He goes it's it's a big black triangle i said that's what i see because i could see stars behind it and i saw nothing in the triangle my, my wife came out and my daughter out of the restaurant i said come here come here come over here come over here what do you see over there and they're looking and Kathy goes i don't, I, I don't know what what is that and maurice says that's a big black triangle i said yes it's a big black triangle it's gigantic and then all of a sudden it started moving north silently. And it moved north, and you could see there was a star, and it blocked out the star. And then the star came out the other end as it kept moving. And we were we were all dumbfounded. We couldn't believe we just saw something. It wasn't an airplane. It wasn't, wasn't smoke gas. It wasn't all this. It wasn't the Chinese balloon. It was a gigantic black triangle. We immediately went to Jim's house, because we were going there for adult beverages anyway. Not the children, the wife and I. Uh, and we got over there, and I told him, he goes, hey, do you know what the number one a ufo scene in the world all over the world is i said no what he says the giant black triangle jim is that correct that's correct so i actually saw something uh, and i know aircraft i like aircraft it's a hobby i like you know i love all kinds of this was not something i had ever seen before so bill why do you think they would be coming here would that would that change anything religiously if there was life on another planet would that change <laughs> You, you need to ask that to someone that's a lot brighter or stupider than I am. Because well, it, I ask you because you're a man of faith. Would that change would your faith? Anything? Would that okay. change your faith that we're not alone in the universe, that we're not yeah. the only place that God came to?
1: No, of course not. I believe what I believe to be the absolute truth. And if there is life on another planet, I'll tell you what. Uh, Billy Graham's daughter um, had said that if we would be, we would think be thought of as, as arrogant if we thought we were the only people in the universe. Right. And I don't, I I disagree with it. I think that God made us specifically and put us here on Earth specifically for His pleasure and i don't believe that there is life on another planet or anywhere else um if it is i'll be the first to say sorry
0: (laughs) well i I remember i remember what what pope john paul had said The scientists were looking back at things and they thought they found um fossil microbes on mars they had some rocks they knew were from mars and the, the microbes look exactly like the ones that are on earth that are fossilized and they said, hey, this, this is proof that at some point there was water on Mars and it had life on it. And they, everybody ran immediately to the church because everybody wants to attack the church immediately. So that means you're not alone. That means there is not. This is all made. And he said, no, um, a God that could make the universe could put life somewhere else, uh, probably like with the wave of a finger. And then they were looking back to the Big Bang. And this is where I, I, I'm trying to figure this out. They were looking back at the Big Bang and they were trying to go beyond the Big Bang. And they asked John Paul about it and he says, yes, investigate it, find the truth, go back to the Big Bang, but don't go any further, because that's the moment of existence. And I said, why not? Does anybody have a theory about the Big Bang they want to bring out? Because I got one. Anybody got anything? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Anything No. I mean, uh, you know, let's ask ourselves the base question then, what's at the end of outside? What's at the end of everything? What's before the beginning? What's infinity? contemplation of that will drive you mad it will Uh, as far as as far as an infinite universe is concerned is there other intelligent life out there yeah i believe so in some form some way shape or form there's intelligent life out there are they coming here not something that i truly believe in if another race another planet has discovered we don't we don't know wormholes but we do know black holes if they found a way to build a ship or if they themselves are able to overcome the crushing gravitational forces of a black hole, uh, they can use them for transportation. This is known fact. This is a, a revelation that came about many years ago, that we can transport things through the black hole, but the gravitational forces within would crush just about anything that we're, we know.
2: Right. You're still thinking in terms of our contemporary knowledge of science. We've grown. Just think where we've gone from the 1900s, a horse and buggy, to where we are now, which is scary, by the way. We're dealing with things like AI. And believe me, I think AI is a threat. They're now thinking about bringing these animals that are extinct back to life, like the woolly mammoth, the dodo bird. Does that scare
0: you? I don't know if it scares me. Um, Viruses from the uh, ice age—that's that, more scary than anything, because there could be stuff that's locked in ice from you know 12 million years ago that could could wipe us out. But the dodo bird now. You know, there's all kinds of this. Out, you go into in a creek in Florida, and the the alligator that's still with us will chew you in half. That's pretty scary. Uh, I think a T-Rex that couldn't be held in a in a place could, could would be pretty scary to have a 30-ton set of teeth coming after you. Um, I think that would be scary. But, you know, the whole Jurassic Park idea. It, I think it would get away. We couldn't control it once we brought it here. But, like the woolly mammoth, how cool would it be to see that back again alive?
2: It would be really cool, but. Could we manage? Are we going to play God? That's ah, my, that's what it
0: comes down to. Yeah. So we, we were we were on a we were on a roll here. We were trying to figure out if there was you know the UFOs if they're really out there. And I think we have some different opinions here. Bill doesn't think there is, but it, it would be possible. God would want to do that. Jack, you want to see it to believe it. Is that is that what I understand? I need
3: to see it. Do I believe that there's other beings out in the infinite universe? Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be life on other planets that, you know, we have no idea of knowing at our our current state of uh, space travel. We'll never know in our lifetimes whether or not any of these other planets harbor life. What about
1: intelligent life?
3: Well, intelligent life and or life, I mean, it could be a planet covered with slugs. I mean, we really don't know. Are they coming here? I don't think so. Uh, is there ways to get here without having to travel the, the infinite amounts of time that Joe's speaking of? Yeah, if they could master travel through the well, one thing that we do holes, know, right, black right. holes. We know
0: we can go through a black
3: hole. Without, if they could survive the crushing gravitational forces in a black hole, mm-hmm. they could transport themselves through it,
0: not knowing. In our science, we wouldn't know where we would end up. Right. And here, here's where I'm going to jump on Jim's point. And this is where my thinking on this has changed because I'm going to blend both both worlds together um when i look at this and i say is there an infinite god that could create this entire universe yes do we want to feel special that we're just here yes that would be good but would that be like saying the earth is flat now if you have god that creates this entire universe but we're it why not do something another project over here or somewhere else and when i talk to to jim and and to your point jack is that Could technology change to the point that we could possibly, we're thinking of it in our brains, what we think we can do. They're now creating the ion engine, something that was again on TV, and now they're creating that because we keep looking at it, thinking about it. They're, they're, They're gonna use fusion and fission to make energy. That, could you imagine in 1935, talking about the nuclear bomb that would change all of humanity? How could they split an atom and turn it into a weapon? Well, what else can you turn it into? We're just beginning to evolve as thinking creatures. And, and I don't want to get into the, the whole AI topic, Jack, as you're right, because that will take us down a wormhole, but if AI can spin out of control and can solve some of these questions, that might give us that breakthrough. And when I look at the time we've been here, humans, if you came to this planet, in the, in the history of time is, is how many millions of years, four, four billion the Earth's been here. We've only been around for a million if you came back 63 million years ago 65 million years ago there was gigantic dinosaurs everywhere on this planet i mean gigantic dinosaurs ruling this entire earth so what's to say we don't go to a planet in another galaxy and there's gigantic creatures that crawled up out of the water i I don't know i think it's possible the technology i think is the problem of how to travel these great distances and that's that's what that has really come to me But if these things are here, how come they don't show themselves other than buzzing around on a camera?
2: Because they're a lot more spiritually advanced than we are. You know, the civilization does survive. The technology increases with the spirituality at the same level. That's our problem. We have, we're increasing technology, but our spiritual development, evolution, um, the Christ nature. It's not in sync with our techni- technical advancement. These people know this. They're not going to mess with us because, you know, there is a universal law that you
0: don't mess around with God's creation. Now, I, I, I like that, but I'm saying, how, how does Jim the Contrarian know that to be a fact? Or is that just like, because you need some more focus factor, you're remembering a Star Trek episode? <laughs> <laughs> Don't interfere with the, <laughs> with the creatures, the poor creatures. Well, you, you know, them. makes
2: sense, and you know, it does make sense.
0: It does. It really you, would does. Th- you would see, I th- and again, I think that's our thinking of we're imagining if we could evolve to such a wonderful place in our thinking and our spirituality, we would love each other, we'd be one planet, we would all move together. Uh, is that really? It's what we happen. are in our time. All but point. I think I think it's way, way down the road. But does that mean we're here for a million years? There hasn't been life on other planets been around for eight million years? We've been here.
2: It's been Atlantis. Human civilization existed on this earth for a lot longer than eight thousand years.
0: Hang Number on. This, one. Hang on one second. Kathleen, get the tinfoil <laughs> hat, please. And let me just throw this
2: out there because I know yes. you guys are gonna just beat me up. There are bases on the back end of the moon, the dark, and these are not only alien bases, they are human bases. Not only we exist on Mars, we are there now. This is what we call the deep state. It's all, they're hiding it from us. We have cured for cancer, we have universal energy, we have... Do you think the people who rule this world? I
0: don't know. The battery on yeah. my computer just went out. Right you? <laughs> we don't no, have universal they, energy. They want us down to a population of 300, uh, 300 million. Well, now that I, is what they want. Here, here's what I'm going to say as the host I'm going to pull us all back in off the ledge. Um, everyone who's driving off the road, I want to say hi to Ted. My father in law, Ted, just came into the studio. Ted, how are you? Fine. Ted's, uh, Ted's our number one fan, and he loves the uh, he loves the station. Um, you might have heard some barking before, and the reason you heard that barking is, you know, I have a, a rescue dog. We rescue dogs here, and we have rescue Arthur. Well, we have three other rescue dogs here today that we're trying to rehome and all that kind of stuff, and we ask them to be quiet, but they're rescue dogs; they don't really pay attention. So, if if you heard that, if you need a pet, go rescue one. Don't go buy something in a, in a pound. Now, I said I wanted to lighten it up, so I'm glad we talked about you know the universe and 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 the stars and everything else but well,
2: before we just leave that you
1: mind bill are there more dimensions than three dimensions well you talked about the fifth dimension but that's just a singing group
0: okay we're gonna leave it there for right now i here's something else let's 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 lighten up a little bit there's a question that came up amongst the fellas here before we uh before we started our our program today you know what is a sport now we know that football is a sport Baseball is a sport. Hockey is clearly a sport. Soccer, though I don't quite get it, is a sport. Uh, but what what are other things that we would say are a sport, but maybe we don't think they're a sport? Bill, did you have any <laughs> any ideas? What's the criteria <laughs> for sport?
1: Uh, well, you know what I was talking about? You know, that, that guy that thinks that using a broom on a piece on the, on the ice is a sport.
0: You know what I'm talking about. Well, that takes. Uh, what's that called when you sweep that it takes curling? Challenge. Curling. They, uh, yeah, yeah, the laugh curling.
3: in the face of death world of professional <laughs> curling.
1: You may curling not survive the game. Is for hairdressers, not for the well, Olympics.
0: I, I think it's a sport. Lieutenant Joe in Chasing Justice. We we disavow that comment by Bill the Man of Faith, who attacked hairdressers and anyone who plays <laughs> curling. I think you could slip on that ice. You could break an ankle. Uh, that ball, that thing, whatever they call it, the curl, or whatever, it is, could hit you in the Head. the broom could you could get a thing in the eye, so we're gonna get away from that. You, Jim, the contrarian, wanted to say that there's a certain sport that our friend rock and roll race car Jack involves himself with that is not well, just look at the whole concept of a
2: sport. <laughs> the sport go. the human being has to be in control of everything. The power must come from the human being. The intelligence, the flexibility, the uh has to come solely from the human being well jack seems to think
0: that driving a car is a sport jack rebuttal please because then i have one i'm going to use scientific stuff. okay Go ahead.
3: a movie uh that was made in in 1969 and subsequent studies since then has placed the act of motorcycle racing specifically motocross dirt bike racing is the second hardest sport and i did say sport in the world following only soccer and it still holds true today it's a physical motorcycles sport
2: not driving a car well i I race, motorcycles. Balance the I race motorcycles <laughs> and, i
0: race and,
3: motorcycles
0: i race motorcycles you race cars and now, i race cars now here's where here's where the intellect of our host steps in because jim you you gave us a great uh so you gave us great criterion to to look at a sport it has to be physically generated you have to be dexterous you have to do this and that if I sit you in the front seat of the car and I don't turn it on, what happens to the car? It sits there. It sits there. So then I tell you, okay, hit the start button. What happens?
2: It starts. The engine comes on. The,
0: the engine. The engine comes on. It yes, the engine. On. Just the engine comes on. And the car's okay. just sitting there doing nothing. Now, to get that car to go, what do you just say? Drive me? And I don't mean a Tesla. How do you get it to go?
2: You press a little button. You press a little lever.
0: Okay, and, and the, car the car goes what? The engine goes.
2: Wrong. Right,
0: and then the car then goes into gear. Also a sport is when you put it in on, from neutral. On. See, this is where Jim block. knows he's going to lose because he's <laughs> smiling. He knows he's about to lose this argument big time. When I'm out on that track, on the ho- uh, have you ever driven on the turnpike or the parkway or the Long Island Expressway? Let me tell you, it is more physical than playing football. I am leaning to the right, leaning to the left, hitting the brakes, hitting the gas, turning sideways, cutting between cars, twisting my head it around, looking to me behind
3: like committing me. It is a lot very of, physical. And also being terrorized. Don't forget that. And, and it yes. sounds to me like you're, you're committing
2: a lot of motor vehicle violations and offenses. As you were going,
0: uh, because I drive the speed limit. Democrat. <laughs> well, I've driven with Jim, and uh, we call him the chin for a reason, because he'll stick his chin out at people like this. Like we're in New York one time, and he's driving around going, Hey, you, Mr. Whatever. And then he Oh, I hope he doesn't stop. I hope he doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Who goes
2: 50 miles an hour in, sp- in the fast lane? I can't believe he. I mean, and uh, at the same speed as the car. In the on the on the in the middle lane, so you can't get around them.
0: Yes, that's very Something frustrating. That, isn't that frustrating? Yes, but let's get back to me beating you in this argument. Okay, because we're about to call this episode. That's to an why he's deflecting. Here's the, here's, that's why he's deflecting. See, I know Jim very well. And here's the here's the follow up to this whole thing. The reality is that racing cars or motorcycles or motocross or NASCAR is absolutely a sport, just like anything else. Because you got to take your mind. And you have to turn that into your physical movements. You have to master a vehicle and a machine and the power it puts out. You have to master the topography. And you have to beat another human being to be better and more skilled than we can do. So, therefore, it is a sport. So, Josh, you're a my lawnmower, <laughs> the mower. to mow the lawn is a sport. No, that's just uh, foolish. You should get somebody to cut your grass. Hey... This is Lieutenant Joe and the guys in the neighborhood saying, hey, thanks for being here. We'll see you the next time. Remember, be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem.